Hello, everybody. This is the Free for Life podcast show. I'm your host, Donnie Turner, and welcome to the show today. I'm very excited to share with you guys. I have a guest on the show that has bought and sold 36 stores in his lifetime, currently owns 10 stores with over 250 employees, and is actually managing 23 uh, investment properties in his real estate portfolio. He's been in his business, Domino's Pizza, for 33 years and has been a franchisee owning his own stores, his own business for over 28 years. And he also happens to be my dad. Craig Turner, welcome to the show. Hi, son. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so on this show, it's, um, it's geared towards teaching people about financial independence and how to start a business, how to get into real estate basically everything you're doing now. Me being somebody that's 26, you know, uh, most of my viewer base is 18 to 24, you know, under 30. We, we all want to know the same thing. We want to know how do we even get started? How do we get to where you're at exactly? What, what would you say to a person like that? I know it's a pretty open-ended question and most people are going to start out probably in the first job and in something like Domino's, you know, um, would you say starting off in something like that, would, would it be something to stick with? I know that's what you did. You started off as a, as a delivery driver for Domino's Pizza in uh, Florida, and you just stuck with it and grinded it out and got to where you're at today. I know a lot of people, they might not look at their first job in that aspect. They might think it's just something to start and then move on. Um, what is your opinion on that? It's a great question, Donnie, and I do have some thoughts. One of the thoughts, and you brought up an important principle, and that is sticking to it. So I didn't just wander into Domino's. It's a unique situation. I got out of the military. I went to Florida College, and when I left Florida College. I was in Tampa, Florida, Temple Terrace area, and I started delivering pizzas. But I did it with a specific goal in mind, because I had been a subscriber to a magazine called Success and for many years. And it's a great, great magazine. It's kind of obsolete now because magazines are going, you know, bye-bye. But the uh, this current article, or the current issue had a gentleman by the name of Tom Monahan on the cover. And he was sitting there wearing a $1,000 suit when a Detroit Tire Goose hat, and he was holding a Domino's pizza box. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I read the article, talked about he started out as an orphan, no money, about one pizza store. You know, at the time, they had almost 4,000. And he was doing really well for himself. And he had bought the Detroit Tigers. That's why he was wearing the Detroit Tigers hat. And at the end of the article... It explained the success, the rags to riches, Horatio Elder's story. And the last paragraph said, if you successfully manage a Domino's pizza store for one year, there was no franchise fee. And that piqued my interest. I understood the key word successful, and I had exactly that amount of money, zero. 
So I went down to the local Domino store and asked what's going on. The guys were excited. They were making money. They're building stores. And I go, okay. But I went into Domino's. My first day, I put on the Domino's uniform. And yes, I did start out delivering pizzas with one goal in mind. You know what that goal was? Opening stores. Own stores. Own stores. And it took me five years in the Domino system. And I went out and bought two stores five years later. And, that, and it's been a wild ride. So it was a very specific goal. It was one met with challenges. And it also had incredible opportunities. So there's the ebb and flow, the challenges. You know, the first couple of years, because the topic right now is setting a goal that's that's well thought out. I mean, I'd studied, uh, and I before I went, I was actually, I was in the military before I went to Florida College and finished up my college in the military. But uh, I had worked and managed um, KFC and churches. So I had been in the quick service fast food restaurant management business. So I wasn't foreign to it. I understood it to a point. Um, none of them had the opportunity that Domino's presented, the opportunity to go out and franchise. And they also paid the managers nice bonuses, which made it possible to franchise the model for Domino's. And it grew, at the time, it was the fastest growing concept ever. So when I started, they were building uh, 850 stores a year. So it's almost three a day we're opening. Subway went on to beat, crush that record. But at the time, it was the fastest growing. Because the founder, the guy that was on that Success Magazine cover, Tom Monahan understood a very important principle. And Zig Ziglar, some of you may have heard of Zig Ziglar, he's a great author. If you haven't heard of him, you might want to Google him and look him up. He could be a great mentor of yours. His major principle that Zig always talks about is you can get everything in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. You can get everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And Tom did this, I don't think he read Zig Ziglar, he may have, I don't know, but he was doing that. Mm -hmm. And he became a billionaire, orphan boy, no money, $800, bought one pizza store, fast forward, you know, 35 years, on the Forbes 100 list of the richest men in America, and sold Domino's Pizza for $1.1 Not bad. But he helped people like me and many others become business owners because he, and then consequently, he became extremely wealthy. And we simply, we, we were able to receive 20% of the store's profits, and these stores were profitable. And so we would save our bonuses, live off our salary, which wasn't much. I mean, it was, it was frugal, but we had a goal. We had a dream. We had passion. And we would save that money, and then that was your down payment and the money you needed to start your first store. It was a very doable, duplicatable formula. And then you get in there, sweat equity, you work your guts out. And then the goal in business, and this is from another mentor, Michael Gerber, is to get to the point where you can work on your business, not in it. And that's very, very critical. And we'll talk about that later. But we're talking to a young... Can I interject really quickly? Of course. Uh, you mentioned uh, a very important term that I don't think a lot of people actually know, sweat equity. Would you mind expanding on that a little bit? Just, just a tiny bit, just quickly define it. Of course. Sweat equity is when you're in your early 20s, 
sweat equity is, uh, or any time in life, but especially in the what I'm going to call the springtime of your life, the uh, sweat equity was I didn't have any cash, but I was working a lot of hours a week, and I made Tom Monahan and his company a lot of money. So instead of cash injection, I put sweat. I put hard work. I put passion. And the cool thing was I did make Tom a lot of money, but I also used his money to learn, to train. And that's why the success rate for Domino's franchisees is so very high. We're not, we know what we're doing when we hit the ground. Mm -hmm. You had to be a Domino's manager for a year, and most people ended up doing it for several years. And consequently, you know, other concepts, you just go put a bunch of capital down, money, money. In Domino's, you put sweat equity. Yeah, I understand. Most um, franchise opportunities, I mean, you need at least a million dollars in liquid capital to even start. I believe that to be correct. But um, there's some that get cheaper, but yeah, yeah, it's a chunk of money. And you know, you you mentioned a few things that that got you from delivery driver to franchisee, a business owner. Um, You know, a couple tangible things like uh, the no franchise fee. And the saving of the bonuses. And I think we can all understand that. Like, okay, he did that. That, that makes sense. But things like sweat equity, something that's sort of intangible, um, that kind of just... Because I think a lot of people, they go into these concepts or into any job and they kind of just float around. Correct. And they don't really um, advance or get anywhere. Correct. Especially something like business ownership from that kind of concept. I mean, other than sweat equity... What differentiated you from those 30 other delivery drivers that was in the exact same store, in the exact same situation, with the exact same opportunities? What differentiated you from them? That is the perfect and correct question. Because if you want quality answers, you have to ask quality questions. And you just asked one. I happen to have the answer. I was very fortunate when I was in the U.S. Army to meet a young man. His name was Robert McCourt. And we were both enlisted. We're both living in the barracks. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I have my little stereo system going there. And I'd be listening to some jazz music. Robert would walk into my room unannounced, take, back then we had cassettes. I know it was a long time ago. Take the cassette out and say, here, listen to this. Put it in. Play. And I'm like, you jerk. But then I started listening. And I remember it to this day. Bill Brett, faith plus needs, this is a mathematical formula, faith plus needs equals motivation. So what does that mean? That means a belief system and confidence in what you're doing. Needs equals a motivation. Most people want success. Most people want the beautiful home. Most people want the Rolex watch. Most people want all these things. Very few people need it. So I, and and that's what separates the doers from the non-doers. You have to need it. You have to be willing to sweat. You have to be willing to fail. One of the biggest, one of the most important things in success, in my humble opinion, and many other 
uh, gentlemen who've succeeded is if you want to be wildly successful, you got to go out and fail a lot. And what does that mean? Well, you got to be willing to be bad before you can be great. Mandarin Chinese is the most difficult language on the face of the planet to learn. It takes 920 hours of study, and you will be able to speak Mandarin Chinese fluently. Now, that's a lot of hours, but that's the price you have to pay. There's a price you pay for success, of course. The truly successful people say you don't pay the price, you enjoy the price. But the thing that drove me was a clear vision. I had began a diet um, about four or five years earlier of positive uh, information, these kind of, uh, I was reading the books, The Magic of Believing, Think and Grow Rich, See at the Top by Zig Ziglar. I digested these with a great appetite. I was listening to cassettes of very successful people. I had never heard these concepts before. Faith plus needs equals motivation. The three V's of victory from Bob Chris, visualize, verbalize, and vitalize. I mean, and these things, not only do they inform, they truly inspire. And I was inspired. I wanted to do something extraordinary. And one of the things I did, you'll get a kick out of this, one of the things, so I'm managing this little Domino's pizza store in Tampa, Florida on Hillsborough Avenue, right at uh, Delmabry in Hillsborough. And uh, for those of you in Tampa, you'll know the general area. And uh, in, the, in the office, uh, I, I had a, a desire to go live in Hawaii. And so I went to the, tra they used to have travel agency. You know, you may have heard about them. And I went and got brochures, and I put pictures of Hawaii all over the office on one side. I remember it vividly. I mean, I put like 20 pictures of Hawaii. And that, that's called, you know, that's one of the V's for victory. It's visualization. And my bosses would come in and like, what is this? I go, well, I want to live in Hawaii someday. I'm like, okay. So... Uh, one of the other things I did when I got out of the Army, I, I made a list of 10 things I wanted to accomplish. And my wife, Arlene, knows about this. And, and I typed it up, shrunk it down, laminated it, made it the size of a business card. And I'd keep it in my wallet, and I'd pull it out every once in a while look at it. I accomplished every, And they were big goals. Own a big home. At the time, I was single, married, beautiful woman, have great children. There you go. Got one right here. Uh, start a business, et cetera, et cetera. The power of goal setting, the power of a dream, the power of visualization. At the time, I had no idea how I was going to own and operate Domino's stores. I just believed I was going to do it. I was going to put one foot in front of the other. I, was, I had a clear vision. I had a passion. I had a belief. Faith plus needs equals motivation. I had the faith. I had the need. And I had the motivation. I ended up supervising... 20 Domino's Pizza stores on Oahu. Um, how many years later was that? About three, three, four years later. So I, I ended up in Hawaii. Um, everything I put down on my little card, I accomplished. The one mistake I made is I hit a, uh, hit a really long, uh, powerful list of success for about 10 years, and I didn't reload my goals. I hit them, and I plateaued. 
So that's just kind of a, a, a warning sign. You know, don't let that happen. I think one of your uh, mottos is always keep growing. Never stop growing. Never stop growing. Never Keep moving forward. Never stop growing. Well, I can attest that that's uh, a very important philosophy. It truly is. Yeah, if I may interject really quick. You know, I think a lot of people that aren't, um, you know, knowledgeable about those sort of ideals that haven't been subjected to all of that, you know, hearing you putting up posters, you know, printing out little cards, putting it in your wallet, working 60, 80 hours a week, I assume. A lot of people would describe that as obsession. The man was obsessed. The man just did things that most people don't even think about doing and then got to where he's at. I mean, that's kind of what I pulled out of that. It takes obsession to get what you obsessed. to get what you want. And, and if I may add, yes. so I had a, I had a crew, and you're familiar with this, because you managed a Domino's store also. And we, we had about 15 people, maybe 16, 17. And I was so fired up all the time, and I was verbalizing my dream. And, I, and, and at the time, Domino's Pizza would put out, which was called the Pepperoni Press. Once a month, we'd get a newspaper, and it talked about Domino's. And it actually had a classified section. And it, in the classified section, it said there were stores for sale in Australia. And I'm like, I got so excited. I called up uh, the guy up in headquarters, International, and he actually picked up the phone. I couldn't believe it. I expect to get a secretary or something. And I told him, and he goes, but I had, uh, and he goes, well, uh, yeah, you can do it, but why don't you stay in the States? But I got so excited, half the team was going to go with me. I'm not kidding. They would just, we'll go with you. I mean, because people will follow someone who has a dream. You know, it's been said, you know, you light yourself on fire running down the street. People will follow you just to watch you burn. Well, I was burning, but it wasn't physically. It was, it was spiritually with a dream. And I was excited. And for me, those, I really was working 68 hours a week. It was not work. It was absolute joy. Because, you know, you can get up in the morning, and I don't know how many of you are in the workforce now, but if you get up, you cannot, you don't get motivated to get up and go to work to pay your bills. But you do get motivated to get up to work on your dream, to work on your fortune, to work on your freedom. And that's really what is available here. My father was also a businessman. And uh, when I became a businessman, we would have some interesting talks. And I asked him, because my dad's the hardest working man I ever met in my life. And that's without exaggeration. But I asked him, I go, so dad, what was it like? Because he, uh, he would start his day about 5 in the morning and, believe it or not, ended about 10 at night, working in his own business. He had a few businesses. And I go, what was it like, Dad? And he goes, son, I couldn't wait to get up the next morning to go to work in my business. So he didn't understand the power of duplication. So he was a, he was a small businessman, but he did very well for himself, uh, both with... Uh, his good name. He was a very honorable man. He, he ran a very honest and uh, uh, quality business. And uh, he did fine financially also. But uh, I just can't. Uh, it does take work. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, 
Yeah, I can imagine because a lot of people today they're they're going to a job that they don't want to go to. Right. They're they're working a job that they don't feel is fulfilling, and they might be working forty hours a week, and they think that's too much. They should quit. They should quit. They gotta go do. They gotta find a dream. They gotta go find a passion. You gotta figure out where you want to go and how you want to get there. If, with your permission, I'd like to throw out a couple of uh, philosophies that I've learned. One of my primary mentors, Zig Ziglar, already mentioned him. Actually, Tom Monahan, the founder of Domino's, major mentor of mine. Another one, I heard about this guy years ago, and I never really paid much attention. And then finally just rediscovered him. You know, uh, I heard about him 20, 25, 30 years ago, but I rediscovered him about 10 years ago. And I really became a serious student. His name is Jim Rohn. Now, there's a Jim Rohn who's a sports announcer. It's not that guy. This is Jim Rohn, the business consultant. And you can find him on YouTube. Rohn is R-O-H-N, Jim Rohn. And his, he's a business uh, teacher, and he's wonderful, extremely powerful, free on YouTube. Over the years, I would always allocate um, a couple thousand dollars to just go out and buy books and uh, CDs to listen and, and study these guys. It's all free now on, on YouTube. So uh, that's an amazing advantage. Donnie likes to talk about the level playing field that we now have in the, in the world. And it's wonderful, all the access that everybody has to the information. Well, yeah, we're blessed to be um, not in the industrial age anymore, guys, but the information age. And what my dad said, I wholeheartedly believe is true. Once upon a time... If you wanted to learn something, you had to find the guy that knew it, or you had to go and dig in the library. Nowadays, it takes 20 seconds on Google, 30 seconds on YouTube to find the right video. It's never been easier to find out what you want to find out. And sorry for interjecting. Oh, you, you guys live in such, you know, I grew up in an amazing age. I think about the progress that's been made just in my lifetime, um, and I'm excited for you and your generation because you really do live in an exciting time. And you can, you know, the opportunities and the challenges that are before you are just absolutely exciting. So I, I'm excited for you. But Jim Rome, some major, so, some very important philosophies I learned from Jim Rome, and I want to share them with you. First and foremost, the major factor to your better future is you. The major factor your, to your better future is you. It's not the economy. It's not who the president of the United States is. It's not your business, your company you work for, your school. It's you. And what does that mean? Another, another philosophy he believes strongly and shares, he's got many of them, and it's this. It's work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Now, I have you know, 225, 250 employees, somewhere around there, why would I want them to work harder on themselves than they do on their job? You would think, man, I want you to work on your job. I want you to work on your job. I honestly subscribe 100% to this philosophy. Why? Because if you go to work on yourself, you will become a better employee. You will be more valuable. What do you work on? Well, one, go onto YouTube videos, get books, go to seminars, and learn how to be a goal setter. Get around the successful people. People, you do not want to be the smartest guy in the room. You want to be around people that are way above you. 
and you don't get envious, you don't get intimidated. And you know why? Because we subscribe to the philosophy of abundance, not the philosophy of scarcity, scarcity, which most people subscribe to. Scarcity results in envy, jealousy, strife. It's bad. What we believe, and I believe this absolutely to be true, that there's enough success and enough opportunity for everybody out there. You know, people with the philosophy of scarcity, they look at opportunity and success like a pizza pie. And I know a little bit about pizza pies. And let's say the pizza pie's got eight slices. And if you take a slice out, what happens? There's left for you. But that is not the way the real world works. There is an endless supply of opportunity. There's an endless supply of success. And when somebody, when you subscribe to this philosophy, when somebody does well, and I had to, I had to learn this early in my Domino's career, because I would see guys go up at meetings and award ceremonies and get awards and everything, and I would be a little jealous until I realized, wait a minute, just because he's successful doesn't mean I can't be successful. It's not a zero-sum game. It goes on and on and on. And when I changed my philosophy and that person went up to the stage, I stood up enthusiastically and cheered for him. And in my heart, I was happy and excited. And afterwards, I went up and congratulated him and asked him a simple question. What did you do? And you know what? They're more than happy. And I look at him or her, and I realize they're not any smarter, better looking. If he can do it, what? I can do it. And I, you know, I use that as more motivation. And then I associated with these guys. And I had the, uh, the, the philosophy of, of abundance. And it just opens all kinds of doors for you when you change to that philosophy. So check your own philosophy and see how you feel when other people get awards, other people get, get uh, win. You know, what's your, what's your true self feeling at that time? If you're a little bit jealous, you need to check yourself. Be happy for that person. Believe me, there's plenty of opportunity, plenty of success for everybody. Yeah, that reminds me of my most recent uh, podcast episode that I released on value. And um, there's a lot of resources on this world that is incredibly limited. And I think we can all agree on that. But there are a few things that are unlimited, like the value that we could bring to other people personally in our lives, the value we could bring to our family members, and the value we could bring to the marketplace when it comes to finances. The amount of real estate that you can own is, is not limited. The amount of businesses you can start is not limited, especially if you're bringing value with those things. If you're employing people and helping them um, feed their families, I mean, the value that you bring to them is just going to circle back to you. It's not a zero-sum game, and it's just going to just keep growing and compounding. And, yeah, just getting over that idea that, no, if he wins, then there's less for me. Correct. I mean, if you do that one step alone, like my dad said, I think the chances of you succeeding in whatever business venture you decide is going to multiply exponentially, fourfold, fivefold, sixfold. I don't don't think I could quantify it, but, yeah. As much as you wanted to. So that's a great principle that you just shared. The reality is getting started is challenging. But the good news is there are people out there that will help you. So Donnie and I are going to be taking off in a few minutes, and we're going to travel down to uh, Lafayette, California, which is you know, uh, 
in the Bay Area, and we were meeting with one of our primary mentors. And this is a gentleman we met several years ago, and he is an expert and crazy successful in real estate. And he's a friend and a mentor, and we're going to go hang out with him. And I remember, Donnie, our first meeting with him, where we sat down at Walnut Creek at a uh, Panera Bread, and Ron and I are talking about different uh, business issues and real estate and the Domino's business. And, you know, it was like a different language. You didn't even understand what we were talking about. But you made a comment that day. You go, you know, I'm going to become financial literate. And you asked Ron a very important question, like you asked today, some important questions. You asked Ron, do you have any books you would recommend? And he goes, well, yeah, I do have one, Currency Wars. And you read it, and I read it, and very valuable information to have. And you, I got to commend you. I can commend you for many things, but the one thing I want to commend you is you wanted to become financially literate, and you set out, and you read several books. You associated with many financially literate people. And, I mean, you're, I don't know if you're an expert, but you're, you're definitely intermediate and on your way to uh, being an expert as you gain more experience. Well, thank you, Dad. That's very kind. And yeah, Currency Wars, incredibly important book. Uh, I'm going to leave the details on how to get that book in the show notes. I would highly recommend that book if you ever just want to... In the news a lot, they talk a lot about tariffs. And I bet a lot of people are like, what is a tariff? And how does that affect me? How does it even matter? Well, the whole exchange that's going on between us and China... If you want to understand what's going on in the news when it comes to the word tariff, I would highly recommend that book, Currency Wars. It explains it very uh, deeply on how it affects world markets and the value of our currency. It's, it's very important. I would highly recommend it. So, um, yeah, Dad, we, we went through a lot in this uh, episode. We did. And um, I, don't, I don't think we actually got to the points that you wanted to get to. But um, we could definitely do that in the future, and I highly, highly look forward to it. I, to see you on the show again multiple times. You said a lot of kind words to me. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank you for all the value that you brought to my listeners. I think, um, you know, after they reassemble their heads from exploding, they're going to get a lot of value out of this. So thank you very much, sir. Well, let me just say that um, there's a few principles that are found both in the scriptures, the Holy Bible, and in science. They really don't contradict each other. One of them is Galatians 6, 7, it says, as a man soweth, you know, it says, God is not mocked. Okay, that'll get your attention. As a man soweth, so also shall he reap. Well, there's a key word there, you got to sow. Mm-hmm. And right now, what I'm suggesting is you invest in yourself. It's the best investment you can make. Learn, get around successful people, get around big thinkers, listen to these type podcasts. Because you're listening to this podcast, you're one who is sowing and you're seeking. And you seek, you will find. And the other, I don't have the scripture off the top of my head, but we're probably all familiar with it. And it talks about Mary, Jesus' mother. And when he was a young boy and he was doing things and he was teaching at the temple at the age of 12 and different things, she cherished these things in her heart. And, you know, we just spent a great summer together and to watch you, your brother, and your other siblings grow, your mother and I cherish these things in our heart. And it's something we will take 
for the rest of our years. So with that, you want to close it out? Yeah, thank, thank you again very much. It's a, a ton of value out of the interview. Thank you for, I know you're a very busy man. and it, <laughs> Well, now you do. Yeah. Now so, yeah, thank you. And that's, and that's the point of the show, guys, to have all the time in the world to pursue what we really find is important to us, being free for life. And, you know, my dad, thankfully, was able to accomplish that. And Lord willing, I'll be able to accomplish that. And you guys, too. Thank you for tuning into the show. Um, if you'd like to get a hold of me, all my social medias are going to be in the contacts. If you're interested in anything that this show said, if you have any questions or you want to get some deeper explanation, don't be afraid to reach out to me in an email or on social media, and I'll make sure to uh, talk to you and maybe even do another episode about it. So thank you very much, guys, and don't forget, never stop growing.